0: Well, hello friends and welcome to our time of prayer and scripture together I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone. I head up Priest for Life, the largest ministry in the church that is focused on one thing and one thing only, ending abortion. I'm glad for your participation in this great mission and the scriptures fire us up for this mission. The scriptures help us understand why we're doing this mission. The scriptures are our daily bread together with the Eucharist, together with God's spirit. We are people of life, and the Scripture is the word of life, and that's why it's so important as we gather together here that we fuel ourselves, nourish, and encourage one another in this great cause of life, because Jesus is life. And in that spirit, we pray now, put ourselves in His presence and enter into His word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, You are life. We worship You. You give life. You sent your Son that we might have life. He identified himself as the way, the truth in the life, the resurrection in the life, the bread of life, and so many other instances that reaffirm our commitment to life. Thank you, Lord. We repent of sin because sin brings death. Being for life means being for virtue, being for holiness. We reject sin. We reject our past sins. We Pledge ourselves to avoid future sins, and we ask for your help and your grace because we cannot do it alone. We thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to urge one another to virtue and to admonish the sinner, particularly the sinners who think it's okay to kill babies, commit abortions, tolerate it, or promote it. Bring them repentance and bring us a culture of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, the Gospel of Matthew. We read this in chapter 14. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, and he cured their sick when it was evening. The disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already late. Dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. He said to them, There is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. But they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have here. Then he said, Bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up the fragments left over, 12 wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. Friends, we know this miracle of Jesus. It reminds us who Jesus is. He didn't feed all the hungry there in Galilee and Judea. and He didn't feed all the hungry. He fed this crowd specifically so that people would come to believe in him. He didn't raise all the dead. He raised some people so that people would come to believe in him. He didn't change all the water into wine. I'm sure there were other wedding feasts where the wine ran out. He did that one so that people could come to believe in him. But there's another aspect of this miracle that I want to dwell on here, and that is his involvement of the disciples. Send the crowds away before they get too hungry so that they can find some food for themselves. Jesus points out to these disciples that they were more able to meet the needs of the crowd. Now, we're talking about natural human life here on the natural physical plane of just having enough bread to eat. They were more able to take care of those needs than they realized they were. They thought, well, listen, they have to go to the villages. Let them go get the help that they need. And Jesus said they don't have to go anywhere. Give them some food yourselves. Think of that as a command to you. Think of that as a command to preserve life, to defend life, to save life, because that's what this was about. These people need food. They can't go hungry. Jesus said, give them some food yourselves. Give them some life yourselves. You are able not only to perceive their need, but to fulfill it how the disciples said how we don't have the resources but friends they had jesus and you see the interplay here of human effort and divine effort they brought what they had to jesus he did the miracle and then they distributed it to the crowds the interplay jesus didn't say to them look what could have happened Master, these people are hungry. Send them away to the villages. No, 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 they don't have to go away. Hold on just one moment. And then Jesus waves his hands and all of a sudden they all are eating their food. He could have done that, but he didn't. Nor did he have them dismiss the crowds. He had them bring to him what they already had He multiplied it and then he had them distribute it to the crowds. So it is with overcoming the evil of abortion. Let's focus on that one evil as we always do because it's the most urgent. We have lives to save and pregnant moms come to us and scared dads come to us and worried grandparents come to us. What are we going to do? We don't send them away and have them just fend for themselves. Give them something to eat yourself, Jesus says. Give them the help. Give them the hope. Give them the resources. And that's why Christians working in union with Jesus, taking their limited resources and bringing those limited resources to Him and saying, Lord, multiply this because we've got lives to save, have founded thousands of pregnancy centers. I was just the other day leading a meeting of leaders in Washington. We had the representatives of the the greatest pregnancy centers, largest pregnancy movements in the country with us. We had representatives of... Of, of, of leaders of 40 days for life, it, the, the mobilization of people who are, 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 are standing right in front of these pregnant moms at these abortion facilities, we're not sending them away, away to, to fend for themselves. Jesus is saying, give them something to eat yourselves. Save those lives. Bring hope into those hearts that are engulfed in despair. Do something. And Jesus says, do something with courage Because you have me here with you. We can supply their needs. Notice we're talking about natural, physical life here. We can supply their needs. The lesson from today's miracle. Let's do miracles every day for the saving of lives. Now, one miracle that we need to do is in Ohio. We've been doing this novena of prayer for Ohio. August 8th, Tuesday, August 8th is the vote tomorrow. We need a yes victory here to amend the, to raise the threshold for amending the Ohio Constitution. Too easy to amend it, half the people plus one. If we raise it to 60%, which is what the yes vote tomorrow would accomplish, then it's harder for the abortion people to do what they've already said they wanna do in November, and that is by a vote of the people put unlimited, unrestricted abortion with no respect for parental rights into the Ohio Constitution. If we raise tomorrow the limit to 60%, the threshold, it's going to be harder for them to achieve that. If we don't raise it tomorrow, it's going to be harder for us to stop them in November. Even though most Ohio people do not want unlimited abortion, most Americans do not want unlimited abortion and never have wanted it. Nevertheless, these are ballot initiatives. People are hearing a soundbite and voting and then that's about all the thought that many of them give to it. There's a lot of deception that goes on. There's a lot of slick marketing that goes on. It's not that people want this. It's that they get fooled into voting for it. So let's pray for victory. This is a prayer I wrote. It's at prayercampaign.org. I ask you to say it today and tomorrow and pass it along to as many others as you can. Prayercampaign.org. Prayer for victory in Ohio. Lord of life and Father of all, we thank you for the great victories that you have brought us as we work to protect the unborn and their moms, dads, and families from the violence of abortion. Lord, As your people now have more opportunity to shape abortion policy in each state, we see many states restoring protection to our unborn brothers and sisters. We also see abortion forces attempting to expand abortion and even declare it a right under their state's constitution. Lord, we pray today for victory in Ohio as we work to protect its constitution from those who want to impose a policy of unlimited abortion. We pray in particular for the special election of August 8th, for which the voting is already underway. We pray that the voters will have the wisdom to approve the provision that would make it harder to amend the Constitution by raising the threshold to 60%. As a result of this, Lord God, we pray that the citizens of Ohio will have an even greater appreciation of the importance of their Constitution, of the impact of amending it, and of the need to require strong consensus among the people before changing their most fundamental governing document. Lord, bring victory to the yes vote on August 8th so that it will be more difficult for promoters of abortion to change the Ohio Constitution later into a ticket to unlimited abortion. May your people speak up for what is right. Take action for what is just and make the necessary sacrifices to preserve the sanctity of life and family. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let's pray now as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever, amen. Thanks, friends. It's a joy to be with you. And please also one other thing besides encouraging everyone, you know, in Ohio, get into that. Yes, vote tomorrow, but also promote and 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 uh, support our ministry. Prolifegift.org is a place where you can go to give a donation or to uh, become a regular donor. Or you can just call us to support us. Three, two, one, five hundred, one thousand. We have one of the easiest phone numbers in the world. Three, two, one. Call us if you want to be a supporter. Our staff is ready to help you, show you your different options. And we appreciate your support so much. And you're in our daily prayers. We will talk to you tomorrow. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.